When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Reality Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. Hi, welcome to our little get-together that we call Talking Real Money, where we get together and talk about this one really critical topic that doesn't get the right kind of discussion in this country. I don't think it, it rarely gets the right kind of discussion. Because most of the people who talk about money out there are trying to to tell you how to make more of it, more than you really can. They're trying to tempt you with greed or frighten you with fear. And there's no nice, middle-of-the-road, academically-based, sensible approach to managing your money and investing your wealth for a better future. That's why we do what we do and have been doing what we do for a really long time. And, and our number is 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. I'm Don McDonald. That's Tom Cock. This is Talking Real Money. and we It's a little like politics, by the way. We are not like politics at all. <laughs> It is. No. Because politics usually looks at the horse race, right? Usually who's ahead, who's behind, all that kind of thing. It rarely gets into the issues. Okay. Because nobody really wants to hear about the issues. That's elections, though. Really. We're just... yeah, but that's kind of day-to-day, too. Anyway, I yeah. don't get too deep into all this. Because so, you'll start you'll start using the 25th Amendment on me here soon and have me out of here before dawn. So. You know, I can't, uh, so, I can't anyway. get the cabinet together, though. I, I don't know. Who... <laughs> well, they're they're in the kitchen because we yeah, just call them right. the kitchen cabinet. So it's the only my cab... wife would be all in favor cabinet... of my removal. Yeah, the only sure cabinet members I can find are in the kitchen, and they're not talking. Exactly. You're smarter than that. Eight five five nine three five talk. Eight five five nine three five eight two five five. Hey, um, I, I mentioned this in my podcast of yesterday, but I, thought, I, I want to bring it up again because it's it happens all the time. I'm sure you run into this all the time. We have a hot year like we just had, which, by the way, <laughs> nobody expected. Come on. Nope. Especially yeah. last March. Yeah. Oh, well, even try last December. I, you know, remember the predictions for 2020? Did anybody predict for 2020? Tepid. tepid. Double-digit returns for equities. No. No, because no, we had a great year in 2019. Right. Right. So nobody was expecting this. And then after the COVID, the COVID uh, pandemic, everybody was saying, that, well, the, the economy is just going to tumble. The stock market's going to plunge. We all sold out. Well, we, not we. You all sold out. I didn't. And nope. uh, I sold I sold bonds and bought stocks. Yes. Other than that, I did not sell out. And now in what I believe is probably wishful thinking, I keep hearing from people in my circle that they're confident that what we've just experienced in the market is, is nothing more than a bubble. And I think they're saying that because they got out of the stock market in March and forgot to get back in because they were sure it was just going to keep going down. And the stock market's too stupid because they're smarter than the stock market or something like that. Yeah, no, I mean, the, there's a lot of bubble talk. And if you if you go to, you know, that uh, renowned website, which we think you should avoid, which is also doubles as a TV channel called CNBC or Market Watch, 
There you, the name, the, the, the term bubble comes up a lot, and people think I shouldn't invest because of a bubble. By the way, they also are pr- heavily promoting all the things that really did well last year, which yeah, you already know, right? Growth stocks, gold, Bitcoin, options trading, and then my favorite, SPACs. Because there were a couple of SPACs that did well, so everybody thinks I got to be in I, those. You know, I've got a little dent in the wall. Do you have some of yeah, that? Yeah, you got to start throwing. I need, I need to throw that, that stuff on there. Exactly. So, I mean, people want to chase the returns of things that did well, and of course, that is a very poor philosophy that results in underperformance and generally losses in ways you did not expect. I'll put it that way. Think back. For example, to 1999, when people, you know, when tech went up, I think it was like, I think I saw the number today, like 80% in one year. Oh, it's hot. And everybody's like, just own tech. That's it. And then yeah, you had a couple of years, boom, went away. So, yeah, I mean, this is this is a problem with the human brain, that uh, that we just feel safety in the things that did well recently, recency bias. It just, it feels better because we're part of the herd that's doing that. By the way, we... We mentioned this briefly, but the herd on this chart is fascinating to me. We got a chart that showed money that went into stocks and money that went into money market or, or bonds. And guess what? I mean, come last March, all the money poured into what? Oh, yeah, they, it went into money market or government bonds, right? It yeah. poured out of stocks yeah. into that, yeah. right? Just just in time for stocks to, to take off and do really well. Guess when people started putting money back into stocks? Oh, last fall. So you're you this should have, what's going on in the world in the market we've said this before has nothing to do with your portfolio that's about you not about them yeah and I just looked at see it I typed in CNBC bubble into Google and there's like oh 15 stories within the past sure. four days oh yeah where they bubble, talk bubble 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 bubble, 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 bubble. L Arian bubble 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 Tom Lee bubble bubble eight five five nine three five talk is our number we can talk bubbles or anything else with you. Tom RetireMeet has gone both national and virtual. Join Tom and me along with a host of other retirement experts at RetireMeet America 2021. Reserve your place now at RetireMeet.com, RetireMeet.com. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. And we're here for you whenever you need a little help with your dough on the show we call Talking Real Money. I'm Don. That's Tom. 855-935-TALK is our phone number. We have lines available for you. And you can also, we have so many ways for you to ask questions. You can also send them in on our website, Talking Real Money, just using the contact form. Don't email them. Because if you email them, they don't go into the right folder and it's hard to find. Send them via the form, the contact form at TalkingRealMoney.com. And we'll answer them on the podcast or the show. You hear the irritation in your voice there. Well, every once in a while I get a question to my email address and it doesn't go in the right place. And when I go looking for a question, it's, it, I, you know, I get up in the morning. like this. I, I finally got my email box cleared. Like cleared. I had 100,000 messages yeah, I only have in it. two left. Yeah, I only have two that are unopened. And, and I cleared <laughs> it. It was empty yesterday. Empty mm. yesterday. And between my personal and my business accounts, I have 163 messages today. That's ridiculous. I'm so really? too much email. Please stop. All right. Well, give us a question. What I'll give say? you a question, though. All, All right. right. This one This one came in. Oh, this one came in a couple of weeks ago. So I'm kind of behind on questions. Better get going. All right. 
best Vanguard fund. You can sleep. You can do this one in your sleep. You could just close your eyes. Which you could get I'm this one. Getting early. closer to every moment. Yeah. But yes. Best Vanguard fund to invest for mildly aggressive growth. I. What does that mean? I'm going to read you the question. Would you oh, wait? I thought that, that was, was the just question. the subject. Oh, okay. The question right. is. I've listened to your show for a while now, and I'm ready to test the waters of investing. Good. Get that toe going in. I am fine. By the way, this is something that we overlook when we talk about the show. We always talk about if you have money, blah, blah, blah. The first thing is to save something uh, and to get idea. your children to save something. you got to do that first. Or you got nothing there's no to point in the rest of the show. Mm -hmm. It's nothing there. So I'm safe. I'm five years out from retirement. And I've okay, got now you're scaring me. Yeah, and I've got twenty thousand sitting in a money market right. at point six percent. When you factor in inflation, I'm losing money. Where do I need to again. look for? You're going to have to answer this the right way, nicely. Oh, well then, all right, <laughs> nicely. <laughs> this is a new year. Yeah, new year, but same great <laughs> attitude. I can tell right now. Yeah, you're just going to say something smart. Not smart as in intelligent, smart as in... Yeah. Don't. I already have the answer. I already have the Where answer. Where do I need to look for mildly aggressive growth? Yeah. I appreciate your efforts regarding this question. Yeah, and if, you, if, you, if, if you're just starting out investing and you know really very little about this, and thank you for listening to our show and our podcast, I guess. Wow, that was uh, nice. Here's what I tell people. No, here's what I tell No, I, I do appreciate it. By the way, I will say I got a number of emails from a podcast that I did 10 days ago you did about your it son was very personal yeah, yeah. And, and and thank you to all of you who reached out it's very kind but here's the thing if you don't know anything about i would i tell this to people all the time i just use the vanguard balanced index fund wow it's 60 percent in stocks 40 percent in bonds you're gonna get you know 60 percent of the growth of stocks you're gonna keep your money hopefully when things go bad and the other thing done pretty well for a long period could of time consider is just a target date fund yeah, target, same deal. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, pick the time. You're going to retire. I can't remember the age was, oh, five years from retirement. So it'd be 20, 2026. 2025 fund yeah. or, or the 2030 yeah. fund. Sure. One of those. Actually, that's better because then it adjusts yeah. for yeah. you're getting older. 2030. So. But something simple, and I'd have to look at the cost difference between the balanced index fund and the target date fund, but I bet they're similar. And I bet they're similar in terms of asset allocation. I bet they're similar in terms of the number of stocks. I bet there's a, 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 a similar management wait, program. Wait, I'll wait. bet you. You're going to put it up there on the screen, aren't you? Now you've, now you've, yeah. Well, yeah. What's, let's see. Van I think it's, I think it's going to be something like that. Balanced index uh, yeah. is, let's see, make sure we use the Admiral shares. They have an expense ratio of, drum roll while it loads. 0.07%, 60-40 portfolio, okay. And then the Vanguard uh, target 2030, did we decide on? No, yeah, 2025. All right, we'll use 2025. Uh, let's use 2030. Target retirement. Come on, give me to the tw See, I don't know the symbol, so I have to type the whole Apparently, thing Apparently, this is a live program, ladies and gentlemen, in case you were wondering. See, I told you to be nice, and again, you failed. Uh, <laughs> New year, point, same great attitude. 0.14%, <laughs> so it's a higher expense okay, ratio. So, yeah. And a 60-40 portfolio. <laughs> Shocking, as I said. 
Either way, uh, you'll be either fine. Either way, it works. Either way, it works. All right. Okay. You want another question? Oh, you got a, we got a call? Oh, we got a we call. Did. Jeremy, it's Saved your you. turn. Welcome to the show. <laughs> Hi, Jeremy. Well, Happy New Year. Oh, Happy New Year's. Uh, I've got a question about uh, the TSP. TSP, Thrift Savings Plan. Yes. Um, so I'm, I've been, uh, I just actually got hired last year, so I'm a brand new government employee. I've been um, uh, uh, trying to get into this. I'm not, not sure where I should actually invest my money into TSP. Right now, I'm in a life cycle fund the 2045 life cycle fund and i'm just wondering if i should just keep it there or how should i distribute my uh, money throughout the tsp here's the thing i think the life cycle 2045 fund it would be sufficiently aggressive how old are you i'm 41 yeah 41 about right or or I mean, here's the thing. It'd be a small difference, but I think you get a little bit more small. You get a little more, more international if you instead use the portfolio that we have free of charge at 401411.com. 401411.com. You click on specific plans. It says thrift savings plan. If you did the 80-20 there, you're 80% in stocks, 20% in bonds. It's going to expose more of your money to smaller companies, expose more of your money to international companies, because my guess is that life cycle fund is mostly large U.S. companies. It's going to have a little tiny sliver of all the rest of them. But either way would be fine. I mean, that's a good asset allocation for somebody who's planning on working for another 20 years. Yeah, I don't think there's going to be a dramatic difference. The differences uh, with the slightly higher small company bias is Probably going to add a half a percent, maybe over the yeah, the next couple of decades. Yeah, a half a percent. That's a lot. Half yeah, percent a year. And a half percent. Yeah, it adds up over oh, twenty years. It so. does yeah. add up, but it is going to yeah. mean more volatility, a little more scary, and, and more work, and, and more work. work. The life cycle fund you just put in there, it's they and, take care and of all that. And there's a so. lot to be said for less work when it comes to Indeed. your money. <laughs> In general, there's a lot to be said for less. That's what I was thinking uh, yesterday when I woke up a quarter to five. There's a lot to be said for less work. Yeah, you still got a couple of years. You have to stick this out. Ugh, I'm God. sorry. Thanks for the call, Jeremy. Appreciate it. 855-935-TALK is our phone number. 855-935-8255. Um, the, the TSP plan, the nicest thing about the TSP, in my opinion, is the ridiculously low fees. The government is and, really yeah. fair about the fee structure of this program. They keep it as low as they possibly can. I mean, they're, they're, as, they're as lower, lower than Vanguard Fidelity. Uh, they really keep it down. And they have a bond fund that has bonds in it that you and I cannot access. It's a terrific fund. Very safe, too. Very, yeah. very safe mm -hmm. fund. All right. We do have a line open for you. The show is about money. Or two. It's about your life. It's about how you are going to live it in the future. So give us a call. 855-935-TALK. Tom and Don are talking real money. Learn about estate planning, Medicare, Social Security, senior housing, investing for retirement, generating income in retirement, and protecting yourself from consumer scams, along with a special keynote duo, Paul Merriman and David Booth, the founder of Dimensional Fund Advisors. Reserve your free place now at retiremeet.com, retiremeet.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. Our favorite thing to do on this program is not to talk. 
Well, we like talking because we're talk show hosts. But it's to answer your questions, which is really fun for us at 855-935-TALK in, until Tom gets testy. Really, otherwise. Well, and, and frankly, we talk to each other every day. So, frankly, I've pretty much said everything to Don that I want to say. I don't got a whole lot left. I'm yeah, sorry. So, um, so really, pro- <laughs> odds are this is the last show we're ever doing. I feel bad so, in some ways. Welcome, saying welcome that, but to I the final edition of Talking Real Money. <laughs> You've seen the sandwich I'm having for the game. I'll I have not. I have not. I haven't seen the. Oh, sandwich. It's got several meats in it. It's got cheese. It's all oh, for getting the, ready to for melt. For the Seahawks the, game that's coming yeah, up right after all ready the show. To melt in there. Yeah, right after the show. It starts at two o'clock. So right after the show. Well, that works right out perfectly for you. Indeed, it does. Indeed, oh. it does. Too bad I don't have a team. Since I care my team's about. not playing. Yeah, I'll I was going to say, too bad I don't have a team I care about. I'm not going to root for the stupid Chiefs. Yeah, exactly. We're AFC West people, but for the the wrong teams. Uh, Oh, I have another question. Oh, wait, we got another call. Oh, darn it. We better get that one. Uh, 855-935-TALK's the number he called in on, and that's Steve. Steve, welcome to Talking Real Money. Hi, how you doing? Good, good, good. What's up? Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I just retired December 31st last year. So I'm newly retired. Uh, I have a pension and Social Security coming in. I'm 66 years old. I am totally debt-free on my home. And combined in my Roth IRA and my conventional IRA, I have about $850,000. I got $600,000 in my conventional, $250,000 in my IRA. I've been using the Brinker portfolio models for many years, and it's paid off pretty good. Now, what I'm thinking about, I listened to you talk earlier about the bubble uh i've been thinking about taking my money off the table and then dollar cost averaging back into the market on a uh monthly or even quarterly wait basis what just to serve you're pulling our chain here right you're pulling he's you doing it take, again are you getting in stock again yeah are you in stock well, he's worried about a bubble. Your port- he's worried okay, about wait, a bubble. I no, 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 okay no, i no. want to make sure i heard him i thought he's pulling hey. our chain Yes. I'm in yes. mutual funds. Okay. Wait. Yeah. Okay. I got it. So you're using the Brinker. Wait. So you have it. Okay. You're using this Brinkers. Is Bob Brinker to which we refer. Oh, okay. So you're, which portfolio are you using? For my models? Roth, I'm using portfolio A. And for uh-huh. the conventional, I've been using portfolio B. Okay. All right. Um, okay, well, wait, I want to go back to what he yeah. said. So you're selling, you'd be selling stocks now and then slowly buying back into the market. Is that what I heard? Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Let me do. I want. Can I throw one thing in really quickly? Please. Um. The the Brinker portfolios, the model portfolios. He always compares them with the S and P five hundred, which is a weak, weak comparison. And some Not of those portfolios down. over certain time periods, like fifteen years, his his portfolio A and portfolio B have I have. Have have reacted identically. They have moved exactly the same as the S and P five hundred. Exactly the same. So again, I come back to this: you can't effectively beat the market. You just can't do it. Brinker hasn't done it. Uh, uh, Ken Fisher hasn't Jim done Kramer it. Hasn't Jim Kramer. Jim Kramer hasn't done it. None of these guys have ever done it. I've looked at Brinker's record over the years. I think you would be so much smarter to to just move to slide sideways over into a portfolio of real, true, broad indexes based on your risk tolerance with maybe a little bit extra thrown into small cap value. 
with a with a, a true international U.S. division, if it's 60-40 or 50-50, I don't care which, and do it not via dollar cost averaging, but do it all at once. Because what you have now is a portfolio that is heavily weighted in the U.S., that is heavily weighted in large cap U.S. stocks, and you cannot time the market. You cannot dollar cost averaging works because that's the way you earn money. But what you're doing is just trying to kind of time it. You're 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 bailing and then slowly dribbling it back in. Whereas we no one expected 2020 to be as good as it has been. 2021 could be even better. Could be worse. I guess we don't know. Before, before I did anything, and it sounds like it's too late to go back, but I would know what rate of return on I need on the $850,000 for the next 30 years, build my portfolio appropriately, and forget about everything that's going on in the world because there's always going to be lots of things happening all over the place. Thanks for the call. 855-935-TALK is the phone number. 855-935-8255. Tom and Don are talking real money. Now everyone can meet the retirement of their dreams at Retire Meet America 2021 online. Sign up now for free at retiremeet.com. That's retiremeet.com. Reality Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. Hey, welcome back to the show. We had a little technical difficulty. A little. We did. Here's the... Here's the problem. The Internet is not as dependable as it really should be yet. After all these years, since the mid-90s, it's still not always dependable. We find it yeah, with can business we say, I mean, I compare it, by the way, can we say it, because the playoffs are here? The Internet is about as dependable as tackling in the National Football League. It, 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 there is no such thing anymore. Got, are, they sort you, of glance off people. you got to. You got to work on your analogies. Analogies, not yeah. good. Okay. You got to uh, football and internet. Okay. No, I don't get it. So anyway, um, we're back. Eight five five nine three five. Talk is the phone number. Eight five five nine three five eight two five five. And since we're back, Tom, I have a I have a question that yeah maybe you can answer. I don't know. I'm going to throw it to you because you're the one who deals with this stuff all the time. Mm. While you ready, I don't know if you're paying attention. I'm paying attention. You're kind attention. of into the football thing right now. I don't, no, I'm paying attention. You're into the playoff Focused. thing. While there not does me. not seem to be a single right answer on the question of long-term health insurance, Don has indicated a preference for self-insurance, while Tom and Barb have deferred to a case-by-case -case approach. Of course, they punted. I am wondering whether longevity <laughs> insurance might be a decent substitute or surrogate for it. A long, what was it? Longevity insurance. Longevity insurance. Yeah, it's it's a new weird. Um, so the guarantee how many years you live? Well, they no, you pay you pay for it and the longer you. It's basically it's letting an insurance company invest your money and then they'll pay a certain. Well, they're 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 gaming. They're playing their actuarial tables again, yeah. and they're guaranteeing to pay you a certain amount at a certain point. Uh, which is, and again, I'm, this is why I hate long-term care insurance generally, because it's a gamble that you will not likely win. You won't likely win because the insurance companies always that? win. Yeah, right, exactly. By the way, it's the same, and you're going to hear a lot more about this in the coming months. Same reason I don't favor uh, annuities inside of retirement plans, 
because now there's a lot of discussion around the fact that well, you, all you do is put this money in this annuity and you're guaranteed a certain amount of income the rest of your life. There's another side of that. There's a trade-off. It's that an you're annuity. Making, right? uh, wait, it's wait, an annuity. Longevity it, it, people, insurance is just another name for an annuity. I, no, no, I get. It. Yeah, in, in many ways it is. So I probably would not favor that. I mean, again, it depends on what you're trying to solve for. For me, I have life insurance because I have a 12-year-old daughter. Right now, that makes perfect sense because right. I mean, if something happens you want to, to me, provide then, for yeah. her care yeah. should something and happen my to wife, you. Of course, and too, your wife. but yeah, she's pretty self-sufficient. I was, was going to say she can make pizzas, pizzas like nobody's <laughs> exactly. business. So exactly, so th- I can pretty well say there's a reason to have that insurance. But then once you start to veer past that, eh, health insurance, sure, I've got health insurance because if I get sick, I'm going to need it. But car insurance, I mean, stuff like that, I can say, but. Starts getting complicated. And again, they're playing their life expectancy tables to their advantage. 855-935-TALK. Our biggest event of the year, Retire Meet America 2021, is now available to everyone in the country, and it's absolutely free. Sign up now at retiremeet.com, retiremeet.com. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. We outrage. What are you outraged about now? Outraged that they started the Seahawks game in the middle of the most important show in Seattle. Yeah. And so they're going to force me to give a partial score here because people are going to want to know. Partial score. Do you think people want to know? The Rams zero. I'm just going to give that partial score. The Rams zero. We don't know what the Seahawks had. We don't know the Rams just If they just started the game, it's, I'm guessing, zero to zero. I'm not going to give any more information than that because I'm no outraged spo- that they no started in the middle spoiler. of this. <laughs> exactly. Thank you. Oh, uh, my gosh. All right. Uh, a couple of ways to ask us questions. You can call the number, 855-935-TALK. You got me all confused. 855-935-8255. Or, or even better, you can send them in at TalkingRealMoney.com. So you have a couple of ways to do it. So either way works. And if we don't get to you on the show from TalkingRealMoney.com or from 855-935-TALK. You can just get those questions all lined up for a podcast, so you need to listen to the podcast every day. That's a way of making you listen. 855-935-8255. Kathy, you're up. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Hi, Kathy. Thanks for joining us. Hello. Um, I just had a quick question. I uh, take part in my company's 401k plan, and that's pretty much how I've done so far my savings for retirement. But I feel like I could be more proactive, plus I just switched over to a new company that has uh, less of a match. And so I um, did a calling around looking for a fiduciary planner just to kind of help me look at what my options, because I'm better if I have a goal, like if I plunk this much money a month in, this is what I've been looking at. Um, And I found someone, and they're offering to do a one-time financial plan for $1,500. And I just wondered, Mm -hmm. is that a good deal? That's a pretty typical price. For a financial plan. That's, a, that's actually a little, I mean, that's... We, we, I think don't that's we, charge we charge 15? We charge 1500 yeah. And yeah. I think, actually, that's, if you went, that's if you low. just walked in the door, yeah, yeah. other people would say 3000 4 It depends on the level of difficulty, but yeah, $1,500 is very... Now, now, are you, just very important question, though, before you enter into this agreement, is this a firm mm-hmm. that does not ever charge commissions? Yes. Good. Great. I think you're on and the what's right, their right what's path. their fee structure if you decided you wanted to work with them? What do they charge per year? Um, I believe it's a percentage of your assets, and they have these different breakpoints. So I think it's like two percent up to 
uh, $60,000 okay. and goes on from there. Okay. Yeah, 2% is too high. So use them yeah. if you're going to use them, use them for the plan. Do not use them for management. That's too high. But you could use them for the plan, surely. And I guess if I was starting okay. with a plan, here's another idea. At the beginning, I would tell them, here's what I want to, I'm solving for. Here's what I want to know. So you make sure that you get out of the plan exactly what you want, rather than them just saying, here's all a bunch of numbers. No, here's what I want to know. Yeah, that's what I'd, that that's is how actually I'd really up. good advice. Okay. And if I wanted okay. to know more about how to find a better management um someone to use for management is there a place you can go to find what more fair pricing is yeah. based on your income well we actually at talkingrealmoney.com we did a couple of things mm -hmm. i went through most of the big firms and compared their fee structures and then i also we, we believe in in this scientific approach that was really popularized by dimensional funds now a lot of other companies are using it now but so what what i did is i went through the are you in the seattle area Okay. What I did is I went through all the firms in the Seattle area that work with dimensional funds, and then I went through their form ADV, and I did all the research for you to find out if make to make sure they didn't sell insurance products, to make sure they didn't collect commissions, to make sure their fee structure was in that 1% range or so. And I've got a okay. list of them at TalkingRealMoney.com, uh, a list of advisors. You go to TalkingRealMoney.com, talking and which is the picture you click on? Well, there that. aren't any pictures anymore. Just go oh. to TalkingRealMoney.com. Oh, Real, that's right. TalkingRealMoney.com, I think it's slash help. Hold on, let me just double check. I think that's where I left it. And he has a list there of people that, that we think you can trust. Yeah. Oh, it's here it is. Yeah, go to TalkingRealMoney.com slash help, and it has a thing on how to interview mm -hmm. an advisor, uh, yeah. We research the financial professionals, check out these advisors, et cetera. There's a lot of good information on how to pick a fiduciary. Okay. Thank you for okay. your help. You're very welcome. Thank you for your call. Appreciate it. 855-935-TALK is our phone number. So it's talkingrealmoney.com slash help. help. Yeah, and, and uh, I, I wanted to talk to, her, to Kathy about this, but... <laughs> I find it fascinating that uh, <laughs> the financial services industry is saying, hey, we need to go attract more women customers. And it's people like Robin Hood, Charles Schwab, Fidelity. They want you to be traitors. Traitors to your gender? Well, there's that. But I'll, I'm going to talk about it next week on my podcast. <laughs> okay. So stay tuned for All that. Right. I think it's I'm, I'm looking forward to that one. Women I'll be here, editing my, that it, one. I'm going, to say, I'm going to say right now, women are too smart to get sucked into this. You think? They're just too smart. I think mm -hmm. they are, yeah, frankly. Yeah. But So they're smarter than we are? Pretty much. Traitor when it comes to, your to gender. this. You're a gender Sorry. traitor. 855-935-TALK <laughs> is our number. Trent, you're up. Welcome to the program. Thanks for uh, having me. I appreciate it. Question Our pleasure. Uh, on uh, behalf of, of my mom. She's 76 years old. She has about $40,000 in a Franklin Templeton account. Uh, I believe it's F-K-I-N-X. And I was looking at the expense ratio, and um, it's I think it's 0.79 or something like that, kind of high. She's, that sounds she about, just, about right for them. Okay. And so she's 76. She wants to just preserve her capital, uh, maybe, but she, she wasn't happy losing money earlier in the year and stuff. So what would you recommend for something that for her, her age? What uh, idiot put her in this fund? I mean, really? The income yeah. fund? What idiot put her in this fund? This is not a safe income fund.
Not this close. is a potentially yeah, very, very volatile fund because it's half exactly. in stocks. Half that's in stocks. What, that's what, that, and that's what I noticed when I looked into it, and that's exactly why I'm calling you guys. Because um, I have all my stuff in, in a Vanguard's uh, ETF and stuff. Secondly, yeah. though, what will she pay or will she Tom pay and his music fan. Taxes? Taking yes. that money out. Yes, she will. That she, we don't. She will. I, you'd have we'd have to know what her cost basis is for the fund. But if she's had it for a while, there'll be some capital gains. Uh, but 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 bear in mind, capital gains. I mean, she's not in a high tax bracket, is she? No, no, no. She's not. She's uh, it, she just gets uh, Social Security and oh, uh, and oh. my my dad's pension, <laughs> but uh, that's tax tax free. Yeah, she's not. She's she doesn't Sell need. It. She does not and need to way, worry about capital gains. Her, her rate is going to be so low. Here's an easy solution. Yeah, what's simple easy? solution? Yes, that you came up with earlier, the Vanguard uh, Target Date Fund. Use one of the Target Date. No, funds. even better. Because no, no, no. If she does it well, because if she does it like twenty twenty, it's going to be less That's, than half in stock. I know, but it's still. I think to a great. She, you said she got. She really hated losing money, right? Yes. Yeah, because she, she went doesn't in. Understand does, how it, she doesn't understand how it works. Yeah, no, so, I, you're yeah. right. So she is not looking at this as a way to build her future wealth. Her primary goal is to just eke out a little tiny bit of income from this, I'm guessing, and not see it fluctuate very much at all, right? Mostly she wants it to somewhat grow. She wants to save money and have something to pass on see? to my brother and I. Okay, but no, but she doesn't. Ah. Okay, so she doesn't need anything from. But here's the problem: it's her psychology. You know that mm-hmm. Franklin Fund in 2020 went down, uh, lost a total of five percent even after its dividends. So, if that made her uncomfortable, see, that's my worry. If a small little five percent drop made her uncomfortable, I think the most aggressive thing she could do and still be comfortable. And you guys can, when you inherit it later, you can take care of it. But right now, I would just keep her with something at Vanguard, one of their bond funds, even the bond index fund, because it gives her great diversification. But it's going to give her a much higher degree of longer-term protection from volatility. Tom and Don are talking real money. Is your portfolio a mess? You may have a case of hodgepodgeitis, but don't worry, we can help. Just set up a free, no-obligation meeting with a Vestory advisor at Vestory.com. No sales pitch, guaranteed. That's V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. That was a perfect illustration of the problem, the investing dilemma. Everybody wants to make money. Everybody wants to make money, but nobody wants to see it go down. And you must accept losses if you want growth. And if you can't accept the losses, then you're going to have to take a lot less money. And that's one of the many topics we're going to be talking about at Retire Me America 2021, our first national retire meet. Thanks to the COVID virus, it will be virtual. And the great news is we've got some terrific guests, some wonderful keynote speakers, two keynote speakers. Uh, the, the best news of all is that this event is this year totally free. It's a BYOL. You got to bring your own lunch, but it's free. So you can sit home in your pajamas, watch all the video stuff, pick out your courses. Just sign up now at retiremeet.com, retiremeet.com. 
realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for educational and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately, consistently predict the future. So past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Vestry, a fee registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. Are we done now?